matters of the mind. Are you looking for answers, ideas, or just want someone to listen to you so you can vent? Join Dr. Peter Sacco as he discusses what matters most, issues that surround the mind. He gets to the heart of the matter when it comes to issues involving anger, depression, addictions, fear, anxiety, relationships, sex, abuse, bullying, and everything concerning you. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peter Sacco. Welcome to Matters of the Mind, where everything on your mind matters to us each and every week. That would be myself, Dr. Peter Andrusacco, and my co-host and producer, Todd Miller. So, Todd, we are literally uh, just over three weeks away from Christmas. Yes, and like I say, December 24th, starting my shopping. And uh, maybe I'll do it online this year, which means the gifts won't get here till February. By the time they're delivered, I have no idea. So it's really interesting. I've actually been... I'm doing a fair bit of interviews myself with uh, radio networks and TV, talking about the stresses of Christmas and the holiday season and the amount of people that are depressed and stressed over it. I was, I've always wondered why and how was something that is supposed to be so relaxing, a fun time of the year, especially around family members, friends, and everybody we really care about we want to connect with, how the heck has it become so stressful? I think, um, not to generalize, but I think women generally tend to want everything perfect for the holidays. So they want uh, the perfect menu, perfect appetizers, the house to look great, everyone on their best behavior, the perfect gifts. Uh, They want to look and feel great. And there's just so much of that weighing on their shoulders. And I'm not saying the guys don't as well, but I would think generally far fewer guys are are completely concerned about the big picture myself included and um i think there's just expectations you know and there's also societal expectations as well you know we see the martha martha stewart christmas special and her house looks great and she's making homemade marshmallows i mean come on martha we don't have time to do that joe public but i just think it's things like that there's just so much pressure and expectation for everyone to deliver the perfect christmas year after year so would you say that it has become overly commercialized? That seems to be the catchphrase, that com- or the com- Christmas is so materialistic and so commercialized. Is that what you think? It's adding a lot to it, Todd? I think so. Um, I think it's always been that way. I mean, even when I was a kid, I would see commercials and I'd see the little uh, Evil Knievel wind-up motorcycle that would jump you know, the ramp, and I said, I have to have that. And then when the $6 million man came along, I needed the Steve Austin doll, and I got it because whether I was whinging a lot or that was my only big present, I don't know. But I think it's always been, uh, for for the vast majority of people, been centered on the commercialization of it. So the perfect gift, exchanging gifts. Um, and while I'm not an overly religious uh, person, I think, um, to, to be blunt, I think the the aspect of the um, spiritual spiritual part of Christmas is being lost in the mix. I, I would absolutely tend to agree. I think, you know, we've gone to the whole commercialism thing, and I think it's almost, <clears throat> as I was talking um, with some interviewers yesterday, it's almost like a, everything has become a sense of instant gratification. And I think kind of what was interesting, it used to be, and if this is just my humble opinion, that Christmas was a time of literally giving, and let's face it, realistically, receiving um, kids by kids in terms of gifts, getting all that stuff. But nowadays, 
we have everything at our fingertips, eBay, Amazon, everything online, we can shop online. And a lot of kids have access to this now. We're literally like you would wait for something back in the day for Christmas, like man, can't wait for Christmas to get here so I can get that wonderful, and this is me speaking, that wonderful um, double album, Kiss, Alive. I remember sitting there going, I can't wait to get it, or whatever it was, Sticks, Journey, yep. April Wine, ZZ Top. And nowadays it's like, oh, yeah, big deal. I can just go on YouTube and download this immediately. And I think that's part of the problem as well is because it's the instant gratification. Kids say they're bored and within seconds they're on Netflix watching something or they're on iTunes movies downloading the latest blockbuster uh, or it's on their phone. And for my generation, when we were doing our Christmas list or we wanted something, there was a period of time to wait. You know, whether it was a Christmas present, it was six weeks out, you knew you weren't getting it um, until then. And even if mom and dad wanted to get it for you, they would either have to go to a store and find it and wrap it up. Or in my, my day, we would call Eaton's or Simpson's and it were order it through the telephone and say, hey, we'd like a Steve Austin doll. And, you know, a week later, maybe if we're lucky, the Simpsons truck would come to your door and drop it off. Uh, but now everything is just instantaneous. Kids are bored. Kids want something and they get it within a matter of seconds. And it really doesn't teach them the discipline, in my humble opinion, as a lay psychologist. It really doesn't teach them the discipline to savor the anticipation of, of waiting for something and then realizing that it's like, I want it now and I, I want to get it now. And I just want to clarify something that Todd just mentioned, folks. For one, Todd said the Simpsons truck. That is not like a truck from the TV. <laughs> yes. Show the Simpsons where, you know, you've got Bart and Homer showing up at your house with something. Mm. That is not what we're talking about here, folks. We actually used to have a place called Simpsons and then Simpsons Sears, and now it is Sears. And, oh, God, those were the good old days where we used to look forward to this kind of cool stuff. And we'd get, or, the, we'd get the, the Eaton's catalog or the Simpsons catalog, Christmas catalog, and we'd pour through it over all the gifts because... There was no internet. There was nothing other than a catalog or the store. So the thing that came to your house was the thing that you saw most often, and you would pour through it to choose your Christmas presents. Yeah. I remember back in the day, I'd have those to look through. But I was always into Hit Parader and Circus Magazines. Yeah. Looking at those thinking, God, I want one of those concert shirts. I want this. I want that. And then it was, of course, Todd, the comic books. Mm -hmm. We used to look in the back, and my parents were literally going to brain me because all I ever wanted were sea monkeys. And my parents, I remember finally telling me, like, you're not getting these things because it's not like you're going to be sitting there talking and having your own little circus with these sea monkeys <laughs> jumping around swimming and all that stuff. I was just so going to mention those. The sea monkeys or uh, there was the, the nuclear submarine for $5 that you could get, and it was you know big enough for you and a friend to go in. And you where would you put it? In your backyard pool? Yeah, oh, I remember that, Todd. I remember one Christmas just being absolutely distraught and upset that I didn't get something like that that I wanted, something that was like nine ninety nine or whatever the heck it was back in the day. And here my parents had gotten me all this really cool stuff, probably about 80 to $90 worth of cool, a racetrack, uh, a Tyco train set and all this stuff, but I wanted that $9 bloody sea monkey kit, which was absolutely just a joke back in the day. And I think a lot of it, you know, that's what it is today. It's just taken to a whole new level. So instead of it being something like the little toys in that, it's like, yeah, gee, you know what? I would love. Uh, can I get an iPad? Can I have an iPod for Christmas? Can yeah. I have this? And that's the new mentality. And there's no there's no um, uh, thought process about how much anything costs. 
because um, I know when I was young, you know, there was a price to something, and it was a lot of money for my parents. And now kids want a little device that fits in your palm of your hand, and it's six hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars, uh, and they just go, "Well, you know, that's all I want for Christmas. Can I have it?" <laughs> Good luck that's with that. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. It's just a small gift, Dad. Yeah, I mean, look, it fits in my pocket, Dad. But yeah, I mean, there's uh, you know a week's work for some dads, you know, a uh, salary. That's a lot of money. Well, folks, also this season is also a time where folks will eat, drink, and be very merry, which a lot of individuals, and it's kind of funny, Todd, will say, well, this is my last hurrah at really gorging, eating all the empty calorie foods, the fat stuff, the sugars, and all stuff, because come January 1st, I'm a new person. My resolutions kick in, and I'm going to lose the weight. So are you one of these folks that says, hey, I'm going to get my last kicks in before the new year? Um... I don't know if that's the case for me anymore. I used to think that way. I think it's more now I just sort of uh, my expectations are reset during the holiday season where I say I'm going to have to go to grandma's and I'm going to have to eat her triple baked lemon pie, which is, you know, 900 calories per forkful or something. I mean, you just have to sort of go in it and say, I'm going to try and behave and I'll try and uh, slow myself down and be responsible. But you do know, everyone knows that you're going to overeat and overdrink. And I don't mean alcohol, but you're going to eat, you know, drink things like extra eggnog and maybe some pop and things that aren't great for you. So I think you just go in it eyes open and, and do the best you can. Yeah, eyes wide open or eyes wide shut after. <laughs> Trip to fan. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets into that state. And in fact, what's really great is I am absolutely excited today. I've got Toscarina on our show. Um, she's an author, columnist. Motivational speaker, tremendous fitness guru, and uh, I want to get uh, Tosca to share some light on the whole, you know, eating in moderation over the holiday season, but then um, eating clean in the new year, and I guess getting your life back in order, and also establishing fitness guidelines and a healthy lifestyle. And start now. Start in December. Don't wait until January. I mean, ooh. <laughs> you'll add 50 pounds between now and the holidays, but this will be an interesting chat with Tosca, I'm sure. Yeah, and I guess we can kind of look at her as kind of like, how should we refer to her as um, an intervention before the food fest starts? I'm going to think of her as that, you know, you have the good angel and the bad angel or the devil on your shoulder, and one's going, don't eat it, and the other one's going, eat it, eat it. So she's going to be the one saying, don't eat it, leave it. Don't finish it. You don't watch her make us watch us watch her make us liars to and say, "Oh, guys, just go out and have chocolate over the holidays. Do all that stuff. There, live it up." You know, we'll see. We're Let's see what she says. Them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. More matters of the mind just around the corner. The music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is handpicked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays, 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. Peter Andrew Sacco, and do you have technological rage? Oh yeah, the new rage of anger. 
Download my new book today, Technological Rage, on my website, www.petersacco.com, and learn what technological rage is and how it is sweeping people today, leading to online dating anger, texting anger, and social online networking forums. Hmm, did you ever think you might get angry texting, Facebooking, or online dating? Maybe you never thought it would happen to you, or maybe you know somebody that has this and you just need to understand it a little more. Welcome back to Mental Health Matters with your host, Dr. Peter Sacco. Well, hello there and welcome back to Matters of the Mind, where everything on your mind matters to us each and every week. So folks, I just want to remind you, let's do a little bit of housekeeping here. That we only have a couple more shows to do this year. And when I say this year, we're almost done. So that's a cool thing. It's been a great 2015, and we really appreciate everything that you have sent us in terms of your questions, comments, and ideas for shows. So keep them coming to me, to Dr. Peter Andrew Sacco. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at any Starbucks most of the time, probably. <laughs> and also to Todd Miller, uh, get a hold of Todd and continue we love your support so we definitely will continue to bring you great shows and hope to see you in the new year so without further ado as we were talking about it is the christmas season coming which is also known as the festive season in terms of let's get our last licks in and eat anything and everything we want drink anything and everything we want who cares about our weight it's not an issue because January 1st is coming and we're going to purge our lives and become the people we most want to be, physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, etc. So we thought we'd have a great guest on today to talk about many aspects of this because Toscarino is a tremendous author, columnist, motivational speaker, reality TV star, radio personality, consultant, mother, and wife. So, and she's inspired millions with the Eat Clean Diet series, and she's lived all this, and this is what makes her great. So, Tosca, hello, how are you? Good morning, such a pleasure to be with you today. So, before we um, get into the whole eating clean, eating right, enjoying life um, on proper terms, so to speak. Yes. You have your own story to tell, and I guess this your whole life wasn't all about eating clean, eating right, and being, you know, basically no. a fitness fanatic. It was kind of the other side, correct? Absolutely. I, uh, 15 years ago, there was a period, quite a long period of my life, that I was uh, actually obese. I weighed at my heaviest 204 pounds. I was ill. Um, I hadn't been diagnosed with diabetes, but was well on my way with hypoglycemic events happening all the time beginning to get heart palpitations. My father had passed from heart disease. So I was definitely not your typical poster child to land on the cover of Oxygen magazine. But that's exactly what happened. And when I um, made, up, made up my mind to lose weight, uh, I did it uh, you know, kind of the way most of us do it, which is we strap on our running shoes and we <laughs> think that running the calories off and the pounds off is gonna do it, but it doesn't work like that. And then I discovered eating clean uh, in a very odd way by preparing myself to compete in a physique contest. 
and from there on in, life just absolutely did a 360 and uh, everything changed. And 15 years later, I'm still steering the course and, you know, uh, sold millions of copies worldwide of the Eating Diet <coughs> series books. I have a huge following and, excuse me, needless to say, my health has completely reversed itself. Um, whenever I go to get my physicals done, the doctor always says, I don't exactly know where to put your blood stats and chemistry because if it doesn't fit on the scale, it's too healthy and we don't have a place to put it. So you're the, you're the, the bar for the day kind of thing. And, and it feels fabulous. It feels incredibly amazing because all of this is happening at a time where I'm really kind of an older, if you will, I'm a 56-year-old woman, who, but I'm, I feel like I'm living my life to the fullest and enjoying every minute of it. You know, it's funny. I'm listening to you talk, and um, it, it sort of parallels my journey where I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, um, we're, we just hit the big five-zero, and we really want to take control of the rest of our life. Yeah. Life, because in my case, I have young kids. Again, I've done it again, yeah. and and had younger kids, and I really kind of want to be around for um, some of their crucial events, like graduating and whatever else yeah. they decide to yeah. do with their life. And I'm thinking, okay, this bag of Cheetos is pushing me further away from that goal. And too many of us wait for that critical event, whether it's being dragged into the hospital on a stretcher because you've had a heart attack or a stroke, or your doctor says, um, your internal organs are kind of shutting down. You might want to look at that diet <laughs> rather than being proactive like, you know, like some of us are. Exactly. And, you know, uh, I'm often asked, what is your big motivator? Because we all need a stimulant, the reason why you will get up off the couch and make change and not eat that bag of Doritos. And for me, truly, it was my daughters. I have four beautiful girls, and I wanted to see them grow up and live their lives and, and watch them have their own children and make their own mark in the world. And I knew the way I was going, it wasn't happening. It was one day that I wanted to climb the stairs of my old house. It was a Victorian home with about 20 steps, and I, I couldn't make it up the stairs. That's how bad it was. So um, find your big why. That's a huge piece of advice. Find what motivates you because what motivates me and you and your neighbor next door and your friend across the street is all going to be different, but they have to be very impactful to get you to actually get up off the couch and make a change. And as corny as it sounds, we still need to be examples for our children of, of what we want them yes. to achieve with their lives. So we don't we don't want to dictate what they do and, and how they behave, but you, you kind of want to be that positive example where they look at their dad or their mom and go, right. this is what I want for my life. I want to be healthy and I want to be my dad's age and still enjoying life. Absolutely. That's the biggest and the best legacy we can give, right? And optimal health is our birthright. So we need to reclaim it. So Tosca, let me, I, I guess, put this out there as a psychologist. Yes. Um, because a lot of people just look at getting healthy mm -hmm. in terms of being a weight loss thing. And yeah. furthermore, and it's really interesting because myself, I've always been into martial arts and body sculpting. For me, I'm still a fanatic with this. So I get the lifestyle that is a complete yeah. lifestyle, biopsychosocial, spiritual. A lot of people, Tosca, will look into going into the new year and saying, hey, I want to lose the weight. I want to do this. Can you explain to anybody listening, first of all, that it doesn't matter how old you are, really, that age is nothing but a number and a mindset, but also looking at it in terms of, hey, if I'm going to make a change, it's just not all about burning fat, taking fat off my body, because ironically, that's one of the easiest things to do. It's 
keeping the lifestyle going and then keeping the weight off? Well, um, from the counseling or psychological point of view, um, it's very clear that we can make the best and the biggest and the most long-lasting changes in our lives if we actually make lifestyle changes. So to heck with losing weight. That may be a byproduct of what we do as far as our lifestyle habits and mm -hmm. our choices, but why not make small impactful changes? Like today in North America, the number one nutritional deficiency is hydration. And that seems very odd considering we're all running around with water bottles in our hands. But if you look at the other hand, you're holding a coffee, you're holding a juice, you're holding a soda, you're holding all these dehydrating beverages. And we don't learn to replenish the water supply. Once we do that, many things, even things like anxiety, mood swings, and lower back pain can go away uh, because we're just hydrating ourselves properly. So I have a little wetter water recipe that I like to recommend, and that is in every eight ounce glass of water, or if you want to call it a, um, how many, 500 ml water, put a squeeze of lemon juice and a few, a pinch of um, unrefined sea salt. And you're getting electrolytes in there, so your water is wetter, it's stickier, it's staying in the tissue longer and hydrating you more effectively. So that's number one, lifestyle change. Easy, anybody can do it, three liters a day. Um, but it's those lifestyle changes. And then making decisions about what's going on your plate and even back it up further than that. And what are you buying at the grocery store? What are you bringing home? Because what you're bringing home is going in your stomach. And... and <laughs> Far too many people don't realize that that coffee is a is an, a huge diuretic, and it just you know you have a coffee and and this is like the thing I hear most from people in my life is we got to find a washer because I had too much coffee and I got to go yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're just releasing all of that incredible you know um, water that your body Fresh. needs to stay yeah. yeah and they're flushing it out and not replacing it and they'll go well you know I have a glass of water before I go to bed kind of thing but it's yeah. throughout the day they're highly dehydrated. Absolutely. And it's the simplest thing we can do to fix ourselves. Even things like juice. We don't understand that, that sugar, the high content of sugar in juice and sodas is extremely um, uh, dehydrating to the body because in the process of those sugars being um, processed by the body, they're actually removing minerals and water at the same time. So you're in a, in a depleted state by drinking those beverages. It's shocking to most people, but, but water really is your friend. But I like your approach where you're saying, don't focus on the weight. And, no. and you know, far too many doctors focus on a number. They want you to get to 185 right. because for your height and body type, that's what you should weigh, which I think as a layperson, incorrect because each person yes. is different and their physiology is different. But sure. um, I like focusing on what you're saying. Do the small things and the big mm -hmm. things will start to take care of themselves. And it, it's a self-fulfilling positive prophecy, if you will. If you start doing good things for yourself, you're less likely to want to introduce the, the terrible Cheetos. things. To you. Yeah, <laughs> they're there. They, they came back. Um, and even something as simple as, okay, in the new year, I'm going to, A, I'm going to increase my hydration, and B, I'm actually going to eat breakfast. There's a statistic out there that shows that people who eat breakfast are always leaner than their breakfast skipping counterparts. And that statistic is is proven, it's 100% true, and even skipping breakfast tends to lead us towards obesity. So I hear people say all the time, ah, I don't wanna eat breakfast, I don't have time. Who has no time to make a smoothie? A smoothie can be done, you throw a bunch of things in a blender, press a button, done. You can even buy smoothies. But we need to not be thinking about skipping breakfast as a way to exit out of calories because Frankly, if we're only focusing on calories, then you're missing the bus. 
the calories from a donut are very different than the calories from an apple. Might still be an 89 calorie count, but who cares about the calories? Don't you want to know that whatever you're introducing into your body are calories that actually do good work to build you up? I think that's a great point, Tosca. Yeah. I think there's a lot of folks out there, and I get this all the time, and I just shake my head. Well, they'll go, well, it's actually pretty low in calories, and then they'll hand it to me, and I'll look at it. It's like, oh, that's yeah, it's actually pretty darn low in calories. It's only got 36 grams of fat, but hey, what the heck? Or, they'll, you know, they'll go another way, and I look at the content of sugar. Right. Yeah, it's low in, in calories, but and it's also low in fat, but it's got a ton of sugar. So I had, actually, I had a couple lady friends that wanted to know, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, when I told them that you were coming on the show, they'll, they tell me, they'll always say, you know what, Pete, I have these bloody triggers. It's like a yep. hairline trigger is my junk food, and all I've got to do is have whatever the heck it is, and that's men. That's my wagon burner. <laughs> so do you still have any triggers? And if so, what is your trigger? What was your trigger in terms of going back to the old ways? Well, truthfully, my real trigger is emotions. Mm. But emotionally when I'm looking for something to satisfy um, I always go for cheese or ice cream and those were the reasons why I was so overweight I weighed over 204 pounds at one stage in my life so that's you know clinically obese for me Um, and I still have those triggers but I am aware of them but what I think I, I like to try to go back into my head and think well why am I being triggered at this moment Did I nourish myself properly today? I really believe triggers and cravings come from the fact that we didn't satisfy the body's need for nutrients. Because I'm telling you, if you eat, uh, you know, an eat clean meal, breakfast, menu, whatever, go visit on my site, toscarena.com. There's tons of menus to be had. In fact, you know what? Present for everybody today. I launched yesterday my holiday season gives, and I have put in that um, free PDF for everyone to download, it's the uh, Holiday Survival Guide, 28 Recipes to Get You Through the What to Make for Dinner question. And so it's all clean food, but when we fill ourselves with nourishing foods, there's less of a desire or a craving by the body to say, hey, you didn't feed me, I want more, I want more. And the stomach will keep asking if you haven't nourished it, right? Right. It's super easy to overeat and eat a whole bag of potato chips but you can't sit down and eat three beets in a row. I mean, you're, it's too much, right? So nutrient-dense, clean foods satisfy more, and you're at less of a chance to suffer cravings if you keep yourself well-nourished. There's there's that uh, that old saying that, you know, you eat Chinese food, and two hours later you're hungry again. And the yeah. same with McDonald's, because people yeah. will eat it, and they'll go, Man, I just had dinner, quote in quotes. I had dinner and I'm hungry still and I don't understand it. And I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry, McDonald's, but, um, you know, there's not a lot of roughage in your food to keep you full right. and to kick your metabolism into high gear. Right. And so this is what's missing. So if you're really just focusing on calories and just putting something mindlessly into your mouth, you're actually feeding the problem of not receiving the correct nutrition. Um, so it's a real, it's a real trick, you know, it's not just a matter of a meal. It's what's the quality of the food you're putting in your mouth. I like that Tosca. I I love it a lot. And I like the fact Tosca that you have put something up, you know, individuals can definitely download, check it out. So folks, I urge you to go and check this because this is what Todd and I were talking about before we brought you on. What, (laughs) what do you say Tosca to the person that says, okay, 
It's the holiday season. Like, yeah. good Lord, what do you expect me to do? Somebody gives me rum balls. Somebody yeah. gives me gingerbread house to freaking gorge. What am I supposed <laughs> to do, turn it down? Well, so, you, you know, know, there's a real art. I remember my mother telling me, you know, uh, when, when uh, children are very little, there's a real art to accepting that mud pie that they made. <laughs> and, and you must always receive in, in good nature and good humor because the gift is intended to mean well. Um, and, and accept the gift, sure, but do you have to sit and eat the whole container of Ferrero Rocher? No, mm. no. Um, you know, and I know it's tricky times. Uh, I, I, I sometimes think that this time of year isn't perhaps the best time of year to be wanting to go on a diet. In fact, I don't recommend it. I think there's a way to get through the holidays that you receive your gifts, you 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 indulge a little bit, you enjoy, and um, but you know don't don't kill yourself. My gosh, like uh, you know overeating and making yourself ill just adds to the problem. So it's keeping in mind. See, this is what I think is so great about a lifestyle as opposed to a diet, because those who are invested in the lifestyle already know I'm not going to feel good if I eat that whole plate of pasta, mm. or I'm not going to feel good if I eat a 24-ounce steak. So the, the lifestyle habits that they've learned will help them navigate how to manage the holidays, how to eat without going over the top. But, you know, you can you can still have treats too. How do you approach it then, Tosca? Like the individual that says, okay, you know what? Everybody else is just gorging. It's the yeah. holidays. We're all going to these Christmas parties. We're yeah. all going to these, you know, Chinese food buffets. Everybody's yeah. doing it. And in fact, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings by not eating what they have served me. Right. Um, and then also, hey, I'm going to start in the new year. And I find it a, a procrastinator's excuse mentality. How yes. do you talk to somebody like that to really say, okay, hey, you think you can do this now. But if that's the case, you, you've been carrying this lifestyle thought process for the entire you. You're, why do you think it's going to just suddenly change January 1st? Um, yeah, so this is why I always go back to that critical question, what is your big why? Why do you want to make change right now? If it's purely weight loss, I dig deeper and I say, okay, but what got you there? Because we all, the food didn't get there accidentally, <laughs> you know, and the pounds didn't get on there by mistake. And when people say to me, yeah, but I, you know, I've done it, I've done everything and I still can't. There's something underlying, generally speaking, at a deeper psychological level that requires addressing. And in most cases, I find it's a lack of self-worth. And also in many cases, a lack of knowledge. You know, we, we live in an obesogenic society. Brand new word for your listening audience. Obesogenic. I love it. I, love it. I just up their IQ by a couple of percentage points. When you learn a new word, the brain goes nuts. It loves it. So we live in an obesogenic society, and it's you can eat 24-7. So we're all a little confused about what's enough, how much, when, why. I think it's a question of going back to why am I eating, why do I want to make change, how can I make lifestyle change that's long-lasting versus uh, just counting calories and uh, starving myself. And I think that's why the Eat Clean Diet lifestyle works and works for the long term because it's not about avoiding food groups. It's about eating well and learning to understand the body signals of hunger and satiation and learning to understand what works in your body and uh, eating all the healthy food groups. So you're, you're building nourishment from the ground up, you know, in a, in a marvel of architecture in the human body, we rebuild ourselves every seven years. What are your materials in your body that you're rebuilding with? If you haven't got the good food, it's going to be a tough go. 
So you're saying I shouldn't be using the plywood for my house renovations. I should be using hardwoods, <laughs> right? Dense, dense material. Yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I, I get so it. I, I say, you know, nutrient dense, properly prepared, well sourced, whole, clean foods. Okay. Um, I've got one more question, and Dr. Sacco's got one before we, we have to yeah. take a break. Um, so your your books, do they address, because um, I, I know we are a 24-7 society, and people are working odd hours. They start at 3 p.m. and they go to 11, or they start at 7 p.m. and go yeah. to 7 a.m., and it tends to throw off our bodies and our perceptions because we're thinking, well, it's 7 p.m., and although I'm just waking up, I don't really want breakfast, so what am I going to eat? Well, I'm going to have a yeah. what I normally have at 7 p.m., which is an eight-ounce steak and baked potato. And yeah. how, how do people that work on you know those weird swing shifts uh, keep this lifestyle going? Well, I address that, and I just take the day and um, try to flip it to um, what works for your schedule. And, and I feel like often the answer is, I mean, even breakfast today, I don't eat breakfast in the way that you and I think of breakfast. I eat greens, and I eat whole eggs on top, and I, I uh, stir fry it in, in uh, turmeric and coconut oil mm. to get all the good stuff going in me. That's my breakfast. People say, no, that's not breakfast. That's lunch or dinner. Nope, that's my breakfast. And I will often have soup. So yes, I, I talk about how to address your day when you're a shift worker or you have a 12-hour shift or you're even a trucker who has to be committed to that seat and you know hours and hours and kilometers on the road and a big way to do it is i just kind of ignore that the traditional lunch supper breakfast foods and i go with well what are nourishing foods that make sense that are portable hard-boiled eggs raw vegetables um fruits cut up already a jar of nut butter hummus I always say fruits and vegetables need to be eaten with a little bit of healthy fat because fat acts like the buffer or the breaks so that when nutrients are released into the blood, especially glucose, it's not speeding onto the highway. It's using the brakes and slowing it down and moderating the release of sugar into the blood, which helps us with cravings, binging, blood sugar irregularities, and so forth. So foods like that, carry a cooler, stash it with water, stash it with those portable foods, greens, lots of greens, and you can manage to get through the day. Plus, I have a, a library of over 2,000 recipes of how to you know, eat clean that makes sense for a busy lifestyle. Fantastic words of advice, Tosca. We've got to go to a break, but <laughs> just out of curiosity, yeah. you know, they say we are what we eat, and mm -hmm. uh, I can hear people out there going, damn it all. I love chocolate. What the hell's wrong with being a uh, chocolate? Well, I have an answer for that, too. Um, first of all, one of my favorite movies is Chocolat. But, of oh, course, yes. I love the deep, rich, dark chocolate. Not something we inhale, but as in the movie, you savor it in layers. So, um, actually, on my website, I'll be featuring a brand-new chocolate from Well & Company. And it is that beautiful, deep ethically prepared gorgeous chocolate that just melts in your mouth if you can't wait to go to the website to find it uh, soma down in the distillery district has beautiful chocolate i'll be using that to make some of my christmas uh, baking um but anyway 70 percent or darker chocolate um that feeds you it's actually a food because it's so loaded with antioxidants and three three oh sorry theobromine which in when we eat it gives us the closest we can come to experience an, an orgasm. So it's a very powerful chemical that we ingest and it's lovely. It's beautiful. That we can argue with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely gobsmacked here. 
Hey, Welcome. I'm thinking about everybody's libido too. <laughs> okay. Can you wonders for that? Can we talk about coconut oil? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, folks, we got to go to a break, and we'll re right back, and I'm going to go embrace my thumb so I can grab me some, actually, <laughs> chocolate, dark chocolate. So we'll be right back more with Toscarina when we come back. <laughs> Buying or selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. Welcome to my new book, Niagara's Most Haunted Legends and Myths, which is not just a book about ghosts and haunted places, rather about history in the Niagara region. This book explores and uncovers parts of the Niagara region which are considered some of the richest in North American history and the most haunted. As a matter of fact, one of the bloodiest battles in North American history, the War of 1812, between the British and the Americans was fought here. And this year, the bicentennial year anniversary of the War of 1812 is covered in this book. This book explores most of the haunted places, legends that have existed from the 1800s right now to 2012. Each chapter covers a different type of landmark which not only educates readers on historical significances, but also entertains with anecdotal ghost stories and paranormal investigations. Join me in this book as we visit beds and breakfasts, ships and boats, trains, tunnels, museums, mansions, highways, forts, cemeteries, waterfalls, and many more, and see if the Niagara region is really haunted. Niagara's Most Haunted Legends and Myths is now available at Indigo Chapters and online on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com and visit our website, www.niagara'smosthaunted.com. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Welcome back to Mental Health Matters with your host, Dr. Peter Sacco. Welcome back to Matters of the Mind, where everything on your mind matters to us each and every week, folks. And today what matters to us is Tosca Reno, as she is talking <laughs> about eating right, eating clean, yeah. eating clean. We're talking about everything. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, yeah, it's been a, a quite the orgasm show, so to speak. I just actually had a piece of chocolate right now, so oh boy, oh boy, oh baby. I just started smoking. Uh, I don't know what came over me, but I just started smoking. Oh gosh. I, <laughs> so, You're heating up. Yes, it's warm yeah, in here. We're melting the chocolate on us. This is like really fun, really fun stuff, folks. Too bad you can't be here to see all this. So let me ask you this, Tosca. Anybody who's going into the new year, okay, yes. they're going to go in there with the mindset, okay, 2016 is my year. This is the year I get my life back or I get the body that yep. I've always wanted. What would yep. be the best advice for that person listening right now, irregardless of their age, yep. gender, or nationality, or I guess physical status? 
Exactly. Well, remember, I was obese, overweight, unwell, and, you know, in my fourth decade of life when I made all these changes. So it is possible. I speak from experience. I've walked the walk, and I understand exactly where many people are sitting and feeling at this moment. So I encourage you first to find your big why. What is your reason? And one thing that stood me well, it's a basic little tip, find your why and then put it on an index card. Go out and buy a stack of index card and write in, in uh, you know, big Sharpie, I want to change my life because, this matters to me because, my goal is, and make six or seven of those little index cards and plaster them everywhere, in your purse, in the car, by the computer, by your makeup mirror, in the bathroom, wherever you need to see it, and remind yourself why. Then find a program or a plan that's lifestyle-based that will help you make these changes in a way that makes sense for you. Um, I would like to plug myself here. I, I believe that all the programs, well, I know that all the programs that I've built have stood me well. I've, I've been on uh, as many as 10 oxygen covers. I've been on numerous magazine covers. Even at 56, I'm still, I'll be doing a modeling job next week. I can keep the body. I don't have genetics particularly. Uh, I did the hard work. I don't have a team of Hollywood laborers doing this for me. I did the hard work. I eat clean. I avoid sugar. In fact, that would be my my big piece of advice is if you want to make the biggest, most significant change in your life, strike sugar from your diet. I actually have a program for that. You can find on toscareno.com. Um, yes, it is a shameless plug, but it is also an act of saving your life because sugar is not a food. It's an ingredient and it's a killer. It's in everything. It's it really right is there. in everything. Yeah. And it's right up there with cocaine and heroin. The only problem is it's not labeled as a drug. It's not labeled as a killer. So we tend to ingest it mindlessly. So strike sugar from your diet. In fact, if you go to toscarino.com, I have holiday pricing right now. Strike sugar is, is a four-week program built by myself as well as a naturopath who has vetted the nutrition. It's got menu planning. It's got um, food list, grocery list, recipes, and the science behind why to do this. And you can you can make massive change. I've helped people not only lose weight, even though that's not the primary thing, but I've helped them recover their health. I've helped I've had I've helped infertile couples become pregnant. Really exciting. Wow. I've I've helped children overcome uh, behavioral disturbances. You know, too much sugar, too much gluten, too much garbage in the body can mess with the mind. They they've calmed down. They can attend school. They don't have nightmares. Massive massive changes. And then you can follow it up with an exercise program. Uh, I have Fitness Commitment or Fit Boost. Uh, look, you can tailor any exercise program to your level of ability. So you can make it as hard or as easy as you want. These programs are designed for everyone. So all of those wonderful things you just recapped from just getting rid of sugar. You bet. And, and, how about this? <laughs> make it even better. And if, if you act before midnight... Better. How, no, no, I'm saying even better in yeah. your life. What does this mean for you if, you if you strike sugar? Well, gentlemen, if you're listening and you want your engine to work well in the bedroom, mm -hmm. um, sugar is the greatest depressant to sexual activity. And once we get sugar out of the diet, the, the blood flow, if you will, improves so much that some of the issues that we might experience there with regard to uh, maintaining an erection disappear because you're eating well. And you're removing sugar from your diet. Now, you can make it a little more fun. This is for ladies and gents. Um, use coconut oil, not only in the kitchen, but in the bathroom to remove makeup and to moisturize your skin, and in the bedroom as a personal lubricant. Coconut oil. 
Oh. Wow. Uh, now, many men at, at, at my age, they start having issues and they think, oh, it's it, you go to your doctor and the, mm-hmm. the chat is along the lines of, well, it's mental or it could be some sort of physical yes. thing. And you're telling me that it could be something that we Sugar. eat every day that yep. isn't every, almost every food we eat. Yeah. In fact, for diabetic people, one of the problems that they do uh, suffer potentially is uh, loss of ability to achieve or maintain an erection. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So why why put yourself in that position? I mean, can we not in our 50s and 60s and even longer enjoy a robust uh, libido and sex life? Sure we can if we nourish ourselves properly and avoid the sugar. No and, question about it. And before I throw it over to Dr. Sacco, um, do you talk about alter- alternatives to sugar in your book? I do. Or the program? Good. Okay, because well, I don't really yeah. want to lose that sweetness, but mm. okay, good. But you will recalibrate your palate. Trust me on this. When you strike sugar from your diet, you will lose your desire for what you formerly thought was sweet and delicious. Mm. It'll be really shocking. And it's wonderful at the same time. I have a private Facebook group for anybody who joins any of Strike Sugar, if you do the cleanse, fitness commitment, fit boost, and you can actually uh, dialogue with me. I support you through the whole process all the way. So you see, Todd, get the sugar out of your diet. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, as I look at my coffee and there's a you know swirl of sludge in the bottom that is you know sucrose based or whatever, yeah, I got to get rid of that. So yeah, I'm actually pretty sugar free my, myself. I've been for a long time. So what you're saying, Tosca, is I can be really happy till like I'm 80 plus. Yeah, you can be really happy. I mean, why not? <laughs> I, I just I think it's in the mind. I really do. And and I also think that when we take care of our physical body, that you tend to feel happier about who you are and what you look like and so it's easier to have that intimacy in the bedroom excellent that's great words of advice especially not from me that's coming from a woman who knows what that she's talking about which is a great <laughs> which is a great thing on her show rather than two guys <laughs> rambling on and on about sexuality that's a that's, that's a really good thing tosca we Thank uh you. we're out of time before we let you go yeah. for anybody that wants to learn more about you they can find you at your website which is in yes. any other way toscareno.com or eatcleandiet.com and I'm available on all social media platforms Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and it's Tosca Reno. You can find me there. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Thank you so much, Tosca. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure has been all ours. (laughs) You've given me hope to look good at 56. That's six years away, so I'm going to uh, radically change things so that I can be in a competition with you in in a few years. Let's let's mark it on our calendars. (laughs) All right. We'll see you, and I'll raise you, uh, what, a swimsuit? (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Tosca. More matters of of the mind right around the corner. Stay with us. matters of the mind where everything on your mind matters to us each and every week and what matters to us now is ellen campbell who is the ceo and founder of the center for abuse awareness in canada toronto to be specific in that area there so ellen last week we had briefly touched upon um derringer's 13 days of christmas and right. i've had 
people asking me about it and really interested in it because now we are officially Christmas bound since we are literally 23 days away for it. So can you please tell us a little bit more about when it starts, what's available, how people can get involved and what the main goal of it is? Sure. Um, John Derringer Q107 started doing this 10 years ago. This is actually our 11th year um, raising money, and it's for uh, our agency, which, of course, provides support for victims of abuse, men, women, and children, and through many programs. And so for 13 days, he goes on air, and he talks about us and our programs and what we do, and people can make a donation. They can uh, either go online, which is Amazing. We have a phone service. The first year we did it, our phones ran off the, rang off the hook. And it's really interesting now. Most people do it by online. So we hardly get any phone calls. So you can go online and make a donation. And this year, we're really specifically um, focusing on specific pieces of furniture. So if you want to purchase a chair for somebody, it would be $50 or a couch and a hundred. I can't remember the exact amount, but um, we're trying to help our program to provide furniture for men and women coming out of, you know, difficult situations. Um, we have major sponsors, uh, a wonderful man named Aubrey Dan, just donated 25000 which is a lot of money for us, and he's been doing it every year. Of course, FedEx, they do all the pickups for us over Christmas and um, Barter Network, and we've got some major Revlon, we've got some major sponsors, and we receive a lot of product uh, through this campaign, And but of course, cash is king always, and so we appreciate any donations. And the other thing we could really use help with is volunteers. We have an Aurora, uh, warehouse in Aurora, and for the next, well, probably 20 days, we'll be packaging up presents for children or moms or dads um, and can always use help in our warehouse helping with the, you know, setting up the packages. We did about 2,000 families last year. Fantastic. Um, well, I'm definitely going to come up and, and put in a few hours because um, oh, you're, you're so close that I have no excuse not to do it. And I was just perusing the, um, the auction site and if you're a music lover, there is so much in here for you, or a sports lover. Uh, I'm just looking. There's a uh, the picture of Bobby Orr, the goal that he scored where he was falling and put the, the puck in the net. There's a signed print of that available, uh, a signed Paul McCartney Beatles album, uh, a signed Paul Simon acoustic guitar. Wow. I mean, this is some amazing stuff, and all of the proceeds go to do the good work that you do so anyone bidding on this auction you're not only getting the guitar but the guitar represents as a symbol the value of being able to continue doing that great work that you do oh thank you todd you you you're very familiar with our auction and q really promotes the auction and we do get a lot of really good items i'm sure they have a lot of connections to get them and i'm glad that they do right right well, listen, thank you for the opportunity every week to talk about our agency, and I really support and admire what, what you're doing with, with your program. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us, Ellen. And okay. folks, definitely get involved. The Center for Abuse Awareness, which is abusehurts.ca. Check out the site. 
uh, be a difference maker. Christmas is fast approaching. There's a lot of individuals out there in need that can definitely use your help, not only um, physically in terms of material goods, but also psychologically and emotionally. Be a difference maker. Everybody needs to feel at home, uh, definitely for the Christmas. So thank you so much, Alan. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if anyone wants to get in touch with me and join me up there, uh, I'll buy you lunch or a coffee, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll help abusehurts.ca, and then we'll... Uh, We'll have lunch together. Why don't we do that? More Matters of the Mind right around the corner. Please stay with us. Matters of the Wine. I hope you enjoyed our show today. Doesn't get any better when you get Toscarino on your show and Ellen Campbell. I just feel totally blessed today to have two lovely women on my show. Don't you, Todd? <laughs> Absolutely. I think we learned uh, many, many things. You know, how to take care of ourselves, first and foremost, you know, uh, uh, emotionally and, and, and with food. Um, and then once we feel great, we want to help someone else. We want to spread that love and spread that joy and, and do good in the world. And what better place to do that than the Canadian Centre for Abuse Awareness? Absolutely. So, folks, stay tuned. Next week, we got another great guest. So, I'm out of here. I'm going to get some coconut oil and dark chocolate. Have a great day. <laughs> Too much information. We'll catch you right back here next Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Matters of the Mind. You've been listening to Matters of the Mind on Listen Up Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Peter Andrew Sacco. Get in touch with him on his website, petersacco.com, or find his contact page on listenup at talk-radio.ca. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash listenuptalkradio, on Twitter at listenuptalk. Thanks for listening and sharing our posts. We'll catch you next week. Yeah.